You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What is going on, everybody? I am Jack McCauley alongside Luke Munger, and we are here back week four of the Intern Preview Podcast as Washington is set to host the California Golden Bears. But first, before we dive into the preview, a little week in week check-in with Munger. Mr. Munger, how are we doing today? You know, doing great. I was up in Seattle for a few days doing some biz-related things. Now I'm back down in the desert. Jack, how's your week going, sir? Not too bad. Um, got over that concussion. So, you know, we're, we're, we're in smooth <laughs> waters. We're in good waters right now. Ready to take on Cal. Um, excited to get after it on Saturday. Um, got some friends coming into town. So that's always going to be fun to see some people who don't get to make it up often. Uh, so excited. Excited for game day. Yeah. No, it sounds like, I mean... We run in similar circles, and it sounds yeah. like we've got some mutual friends that are going to be there. we got a lot of mutual friends. going to be there. <laughs> For sure. But with that, we'll get right into it. With Cal, they are 2-1 and one entering their week at Washington, escaping uh, Idaho, a pesky Idaho team last week, um, before, and then previously dropping a game at home uh, to the Auburn Tigers, which was another close game as well. And then North Texas, uh, an impressive one on the road where they put up a lot of different points. Um, Luke, when you look at the Cal's, Cal's offense, there's one name that stands out, and it's Jaden Knott. What do you think about Jaden Knott this year? Obviously, he was a force last year in the Pac-12. Yeah, I think Jaden Knott is kind of the engine that made Cal's offense run last year. I mean, obviously, they weren't a Pac-12 world beater by any means, but I know that he gave teams fits as a young and upcoming star in the league. He, he's a physical runner. Um I believe he was a true freshman last year. I didn't make that up. Did yeah, I? he was a true. He's a four-star. Yeah, true I mean, he ran like didn't look or play like a freshman by any means, um, and especially with, I guess, some interesting quarterback things happening at Cal. His presence when he's there in the Cal offense is steadying. But Jack, correct me if I'm wrong. There is maybe some kind of questionable status with Jaden. Is that correct? Yeah, he was hurt last game and out against Idaho, but um, it sounds like, according to Justin Wilcox, that he will be back this week against Washington. Obviously, for Cal fans, that's probably the biggest and best news they can have. He's by far the best player offensively for this team. And kind of like you said, he's the engine that gets Cal offense going. Uh, you know, huge news to have him back this week, um, as you know, he is obviously their most formidable threat uh, offensively. Yeah, absolutely. I think that his return uh, bodes well for Cal. Washington, I was curious to see how they would play against uh-huh. a pretty solid running game in Michigan State with Nathan Carter. And obviously Washington rose to the occasion. I think similarly, Washington, I guess last week Washington was comfortable to make Noah Kim try and beat the Huskies through the air um, and were able to kind of then – I don't know, make Michigan State's offense one-dimensional, and it went very well for the Washington Huskies. Yeah, I would expect, not knowing much about Samuel Jackson, uh, 
that Washington will probably do something pretty similar against Jaden Knott and Cal. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, no, I think they're going to go out with a very similar game plan to what they saw, what they did last week against Michigan State. And honestly, those Cal and Michigan State are two very comparable teams. Um, both have bruisers at running at the running back position, who which they heavily rely on. Um, they want to be physical at the line of scrimmage and win the line of scrimmage. That's their style of play. And then they also have questionable quarterback play. Obviously, saw last week Noah Kim wasn't too efficient from the air, and Sam Jackson and Ben Finley are no different than him. Uh, Justin Wilcox has made it very clear that they have a problem at quarterback. He's not been shy at all saying that. Um, hasn't been too pleased with what he's seen from either of them, and I expect both of them to get in um, get in game time. I think Sam Jackson will be the starter. He's a little bit more explosive, especially with his legs, harder to contain. Um, but with his arm, he's not as an accurate of quarterback. He's only passing for 54% this year, uh, yeah. which is, which is not terrific at all. And that's against, if you look at North, that's against North Texas and Idaho, you know, along with Auburn, but, um, yeah. just, just not great numbers overall. And Ben Finley, he's a different style of player can use his legs, um, but better in the pocket for sure. And that's, um, you know, with 32 completions for 47 attempts on 68 percentages uh, completion. And and Sam Jackson's only thrown 54 passes. So it's been pretty split right down the middle. It's for sure a true quarterback battle. And and you were definitely going to expect both of them to get out there this weekend. Uh, I think, and I think you're going to game plan a little bit more uh, safer for Sam Jackson, let everything play right in front of you. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think one thing that's interesting, you mentioned Sam Jackson can make some things happen with his legs, Obviously, the Huskies, their kind of bugaboo defensively last year was mobile quarterbacks. But the Huskies did a good job also earlier this year against a quarterback who's capable of making plays with his legs and might not be as efficient through the air mm-hmm. week one against Talon Green. So I think Washington will try to make one of those signal callers that, as you mentioned, Justin Wilcox hasn't seemed to be super confident in beat the Washington Huskies. They do have some talented pass or pass catchers. Um, I think that's one thing that's interesting about Cal. Um, one name, obviously, that Husky fans uh, will remember and then may have saw also in the media this week is Taj Davis, um, who will always be remembered for one of the greatest grabs in plays in Washington Husky history. It's a top five play in Husky history. It's, yeah. like, it's cemented and it's locked. Uh, yeah, Taj Davis obviously makes his return to Montlake. That's a big storyline. I think if you're a Husky fan, everybody knows what he brings to the table. You know, he's very big. Uh, he's he's an off-the-bus guy. You know, he's a guy you want walking off the bus first. He's long, athletic. He can run. He's great hands. And, you know, obviously, you know, rightfully so, transferred from Washington to a different school because it's like, you know, you're behind Jalen Polk, Roma Dunsey, Jalen McMillan. You know, and if you're as talented as him, you want to go somewhere else and get some playing time. That's exactly what he did, and he's found a home in Cal. Eight receptions for 81 yards. Um, so he's been he's been great. You know, he's we Husky fans know what he what know what to expect with him. But Jeremiah Hunter's the guy I think to really key mm-hmm. in on. I mean, he's both of the both of Jackson and Finley's favorite targets. He's Davis is second, tied for second in team receptions this year with eight. Hunter's doubled him at 16, and he's got 147 yards. Um, to show for that as well. They had to come back against Idaho. And if you go watch the highlights, go watch some of the game film at all. Jeremiah Hunter was a big reason why. So he's a big safety blanket for them. Um, and a guy they, they trust to go to, especially when down, they're confident in his playmaking ability. 
you know, they've both uh, offensive coordinator. I forget I'm forgetting his name right now. Um, and uh, Justin Wilcox have not been shy to um, boast the talent that he possesses. Uh, he's been a real staple for Cal in this offense for a couple years now. Um, and Hunter's a guy that you really got to be careful of, especially if you're playing the contain game and, you know, you're really trying to limit, you know, the run game between Jaden Ott um, and then obviously um, Sam Jackson, what he can do with his legs. Jeremiah Hunter, if they go play action um, or, you know, whatnot, just try to throw the ball, is a guy that is very good at finding those open holes, especially against uh, especially against teams that play zone a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing I just think that's interesting is that, it's a pretty big Cal receiver core. Jeremiah yeah. Hunter, 6'2", 200. He's listed as a starter and obviously has double the number of receptions as anyone on the team. Uh, you look at Trond Grizzle, great name, starting in the slot for Cal. He has eight receptions on the year. He's 6'4", 200. Taj Davis is the smallest guy in this room at 6'1", 205 of the starters. So, yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Washington, uh, we learned, obviously, this week we'll be without Devon Banks, who's been playing well, but... Uh, in his place, saw. Uh, why am I blanking on the corner, Dixon? Elijah Jackson. Th- Daddy's Dixon played great. Daddy's Dixon, Dixon played great. great. I thought obviously Elijah Jackson has looked a lot better, and Jabbar Muhammad has been fantastic in three games yeah. for the Huskies. So, yeah, yeah I, I think it'll be interesting. Mish Powell has really emerged as a Husky as well. I think this is it's a really good fit for him. So, yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting. I think just wrapping up this offensive piece, we've talked about great running back. Solid receivers, interesting quarterback play. To wrap it up, what do you know about the guys in the trenches for Cal on the offense? Yeah, you know, they're big and physical. They like to be great up front. And, you know, kind of as we talked about both the receiving and running backs, you know, I think you expect this is a great run blocking offensive line, and they definitely utilize that to its fullest. Um, if you look, take a look at, you know, kind of some statistics, dive in deep. Top, Cal's top four wide receivers combined for 40 catches on the season. Uh they Cal has two running back has Jaden Ott with 40 attempts and has two running backs in the mid thirties for attempts. So they love to pound the ball. Um, and that's, uh, with Ashton Stedrick and Isaiah Fonze, who I, Fonze was the guy who, uh, really took over for Ott in his absence. And actually funny enough, um, kind of a off topic anecdote here. Fonze is actually my former AAU basketball teammate. Um, so we played AAU basketball together back in, our middle school days. And, you know, he was one of those kids where you knew, you knew right away when he stepped on the floor, that this kid was going to be different than, and better than anybody else. Uh, he was ran like a gazelle. I remember like sixth, seventh grade, he was already dunking. Uh, his, and his wingspan is ridiculous. His arms go well past his kneecaps. Uh, and you know, he's just dangerous and watching him play football. It's exactly his basketball style. He's mean. He's going to go right at you. Um, and he's not going to let, you know, one guy, singular guy, bring them down. And that kind of like you point, hit kind of like what you asked about their offensive line, same sort of thing with them. They're bruising. They're going to try to run you off the line of scrimmage and they're going to get chunk yards and chunk yards and then make you slowly wear you down. That's what Cal likes to do. And then obviously rely on their defense to win them their ball games. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 
Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Switching to the defensive side of the ball, Cal, pretty eye-popping stat, averaging 10, uh, or they have 10 turnovers so far forced in three games. Um, Obviously, that includes a North Texas blowout, a come-from-behind win against Idaho, and then a close loss to Auburn. Um, But even in that loss to Auburn, they held an SEC opponent to 14 points. I mean, obviously, Auburn, tough to kind of know what you're getting with that team this year. Hugh Freeze at the helm. So you'd expect that to be a well-coached team from an offensive perspective, uh, but also still going through, I guess, some kind of quarterback situation. All that to say, fair to say that, would you say that this will be Washington's toughest defense they've faced? Undoubtedly, undoubtedly the, the toughest yeah. defense that they faced. They have a lot of experience. Um, on this defense, and they're actually really talented defense, too. They're one of the best in the Pac-12, um, and I think that's fair to say. Um, their offense, obviously, we know what kind of issues they possess at quarterback and the uncertainty there. Defensively, defensively, not a lot of uncertainty. They really know their identity. They play physical, um, kind of like their offensive line. They love to move you off the ball. Um, and they keep everything right in front of them, too, kind of similar to a Jimmy Lake defense um peter sermon's a great defensive coordinator he's been at cal for a while obviously led by his son jackson sermon again a familiar name to husky fans former husky we know what he brings at linebacker um and he and he's great and caleb ellerms or is the other guy alongside of him and both of them are fantastic at the linebacker position another guy that i really like on the cal defense and i think could bring trouble but luckily washington has two great tackles to defend him is xavier carlton he was a former utah U transferred into cal mm-hmm. this leads the team and tackles for loss you know he is a big hefty dude um and he is uh he he is tough to stay in front of he's got a lot of length at six six um so you know huge size and you know obviously if washington wants to establish the run that's a guy that you really got to make sure he's not coming up in the backfield because he'll get there absolutely i think another thing that's interesting to point out about this cal defense just looking at the depth chart that they posted they have um if you look at their two interior defensive line spots, they have uh, seven co-starters listed amongst those two spots, right? Yeah. So this is not only a talented group, but they are they have a ton of depth in the front seven. Um, obviously, Jackson Sermon is a lone starter at inside linebacker. He was a guy who really blossomed in his first year at Cal last year. I thought had a fantastic season. Um and coming back for one last college football hurrah, obviously we'll have familiarity with the Huskies. Um, but yeah, physicality, earmarking that group. Moving into the Cal secondary, it really felt like towards the end of the 2010s that Cal had kind of emerged as like the 1B to Washington as a DB factory. 
in the Pac-12. Um, Jack, can we expect something similar from this group, or, or what do you know about the Cal secondary? Yeah, this is a feisty group, and, and uh, that I think you hit it right on the head there. The secondary has been they've, – they've constantly churned out under the radar too. Um, I would say them and Oregon State are two programs that have really put together solid mm-hmm. secondary over the past couple years, um, and they're led by a lot of experience. They continue to bring out experience, and a guy um, at safety, even Ryan Grubb was quick to compliment is Patrick Morris. Um, he's a guy who can really um, – really hit hard. He's a, he's a true enforcer back there at safety. Craig Woodson is another guy who is fantastic. So their safeties are really good and they're really experienced. Um, another guy who was really tough is Noel Williams. He'll be matched up most likely with Romo Dunsey. He's 6'1", long, lengthy, quick, everything you want measurable-wise um, in a quarterback. They haven't really gotten tested though this year. Idaho and North Texas aren't really the teams that are going to beat you down the field. And then Peyton Thorne and Auburn are two other is another group that's not going to do that to you either. So this is a really big test for this group. Obviously, last year, they really held Washington in check. Um, mm-hmm. It was a low-scoring game for Washington. I mean, considering how many points they put up, you know, they only put up, what I believe, 28 or 31. It wasn't much at all, um, you know, considering what this group normally does. So this is definitely their toughest test, especially for Michael Penix. He's got to be real sharp. Um, and, you know, obviously those wide receivers got to be able to separate. Absolutely. Great. Now, moving along, we're going to touch on confidence interval. We're going to touch on bets to bark. And then we have a new surprise segment or segment coming along. So, uh, Jack, do you want to start with bet to bark confidence interval? Let's go confidence interval first. I'm going to say, you know, especially after a big win against Michigan, I feel like I was rightfully or was unrightfully low on Washington going into that game. So I'm going to set this game confidence interval at, uh, I'm going to say 8.25. I was thinking, I'm flirting with eight and 8.5. Um, I think this team obviously is much more talented than Cal, way more explosive, you know, less question marks, that's for sure. But the Cal defense is as well as just the weird surprises that Cal has had on Washington, you know, the last five, six years, they've thrown a couple at Washington. Uh, and also being a night game just is a little haunting. The, the the open wounds from both the Lightning game and then obviously when Jake Browning got benched in Memorial Stadium are two things that haven't quite shut for me yet. Um, <laughs> so I want to see a big win from Washington here. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go with 8.25 here. Uh, I expect Washington to win and to win comfortably. Got it. I am going to respond with an 8.75. I wanted okay. to bring it up to nine, but that just felt cocky for no reason. Um, I do think, however, though, I mean, obviously it was an impressive North Texas win. It's tough to play an SEC opponent week two, but regardless of what kind of Jade Knott's status was against Idaho, I, I just don't think uh-huh. that a team that struggled to put away Idaho will knock off the Washington Huskies the way that they're playing right now. Yeah, um, and again, I mean, this is a really good defense. I think it'll be the biggest test that Washington has had to date. Um, but the Huskies have more or less been averaging like 15 points a quarter, like when their starters are in, right? And like, so I I don't anticipate Cal being able to just keep up points wise. You know, if yeah, Terry Washington will be able to put together a few touchdown drives and really distance themselves from Cal. And the other thing about it is if Washington can get ahead by a couple scores early and put Cal in a situation where 
they like if they want to try to win this game, they can't just shorten it and run the ball. It could continue to it could spiral at that point. Washington, I think, has to be able to get those quick three and outs or really force Cal to air it out with Sam Jackson and yeah. uh, Ben Finley. If if they can do those things, I think they're in a great position. Obviously, like you said, it was a close game between Idaho. You know, I don't. I personally think this cat that Cal this Cal team is so experienced they put it behind them, but talent wise they just don't match up with Washington at all, and mm-hmm. it shouldn't be close. And with that being said, Luke, who's your bet to bark? Bet to bark. I am going to start on the offensive side of the ball. It's someone that I picked for a second time, and the first time I picked him, he didn't even play in the game. But I'm going to go with Tybo Rogers. Um, just seeing him lead the team in carries last week, obviously a lot of that in mop-up duty. Someone that they've said is kind of moving his way up the depth chart. Um, I'm excited to see him get involved early in the game, potentially in some passing work as well. And I see I, – I wouldn't be surprised if he had 10 relatively significant touches and could potentially break a big one. So that's my bet to bark on offense. Jack, who's yours? Yeah, I'm going to go with Jeremy Bernard. I think that's obviously a big win against Michigan State. They're really trying to utilize him in a number of different ways now, and they clearly showed that last week. They attempted a couple end-arounds with him, uh, and then obviously he's so dynamic in the kicking game as well. So offensively, I'm going to say Jeremy Bernard. I just think they find a way to get him on the field and really use him in some different ways, especially when it, you know, a team's going to focus so hard on Polk, McMillan, and O'Dunsey. Sometimes you forget the guys behind them, and I think Bernard breaks loose. Um, for a big gain, long touchdown, whatever it might be. Defensively, though, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Braylon Trice. I think he gets his first. I think he gets his first sack of the season. Um, Sam Jackson's a guy who really tries sometimes to make a play happen. Too much. I think he's a guy who a lot more riskier than Finley. You know, he stays in the pocket too long when he throws, and sometimes they'll escape too early. Um, and I think I think Trice gets it around. Um, and, and is able to pick up his first sack of as a Husky. And on, additionally, this is a run-heavy team. I think he's, he's been setting the edge fantastic all year. I think mm-hmm. this is continues to do well, and I think it's a key piece to why Washington is able to stifle um, Cal. You've really sent me spiraling here because Good. I, because Braylon Trice was definitely going to be my pick. I'll go Dominique Campton. Uh, just, uh, again, I think, I mean, He's made his presence felt. I believe he's leading the team in tackles to this point. But uh, th- there's yet to be a truly loud hit in just with how much Cal's going to want to run the ball. I think I think it would be fun to watch Jaden Knott and Dominique Campton meet in the hole and see what happens there because that's a lot of – I actually think that's a good call out because, you know, last week we saw against Michigan State too, we just saw how close up Washington played their safeties. You know, they really dared yeah. – they dared um, – Michigan State to throw the ball over them, and I think they do something similar to Cal, and they put Hampton up. I think he could make a couple big plays, and I think that's a really good shout-out for schematically with what Washington's going to try and do. And then with this new segment, we're going to be doing pick in the pack, so we're going to be keeping a sheet all year long of how Luke and I do. Um, it's just going to be pick em games, correct? No spreads, no... Um, yeah, no spreads. Just pick em games. Yeah. Um, so we'll do... There's obviously Pac-12 play starting this week. Yeah. Six games going on. Um, we'll give a quick sentence why we think it, and then obviously um, what the result will going to be. First, starting with probably one of the easier call-outs of the week, USC-Arizona State. 
Yeah, USC, Arizona State. I'm going to shock the nation here. No, just kidding. <laughs> I don't even uh, – Jack, I'll let you explain, but I'm picking USC. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's pretty undoubtedly USC. You know, I just – they're one of the best offenses in the yeah. nation. It, Arizona State won't stop them. Moving on, similar kind of explanation for me. I'm picking Arizona over Stanford. Uh, Stanford lost to an FCS team last week, if you didn't know. To, if you didn't know. Um, and Arizona, obviously, Jaden Delora – um, they got some weapons around them. Washington will face them next week, but I th- and I think Arizona picks up a road win before their tango with the Huskies. For sure. Quick detour here. Uh, obviously, I'll lock in Arizona as well. But which is a tougher loss? Arizona blanked at home by Fresno State or Stanford losing to an FCS school? You know, I think I think it's Arizona State. And not because of the score, but because they had eight turnovers. Yeah, it's like, not good. That is think about that. Think about that. That's ridiculous. That is Washington punts twice a game, <laughs> and Arizona State's turning the ball over eight times a game. Uh, it's so crazy. Um, okay, sweet. But yes, Arizona. Um, no doubt about that one. All right, what do we do next here? Yeah, moving on. Um, I think I think we hit up. Uh, we had we had to Salt Lake City. For UCLA and Utah, this is a tough game to pick. Luke, what are you kind of thinking about this? This one? is a tough one. I don't know, Jack. Well, first of all, I'll ask you. Maybe you can enlighten me if you've heard anything. But the Cam Rising status is still pretty uncertain. Yeah, I, I, and Kyle Whittingham's always a guy that keeps it really close to the vest Here's, too. Like just it being at Utah, I'm going to have to go with Utah. And I also think it turns out that Florida team that Utah beat might not be that bad and they didn't have Cam Rising in that one, I think they'll wow. take care of UCLA. What's your call? Yeah, I think – oh, my gosh. I re- I really want to pick UCLA in this one. Yeah. But it's Utah at home, and you just don't bet against Utah at home. That's one of the toughest places to play in America. I just – it's going to be an ugly matchup. Even if Cam Rising is back, it's like, all right, do you want Dante Moore, the true freshman who's making his first road start at Rice-Eccles, or do you want a guy who's coming off a, his, his – Second ACL injury in a couple of years. Uh, who's playing his first game back? Yeah, um, against a, a a pretty sturdy UCLA defense. So I'm going to say Utah, but it's it's going to be a it's going to be a tight game. And then probably probably the most watched Pac-12 matchup of the week. <laughs> Prime time heads into Eugene to take on the Ducks. Any big surprises from the Buffaloes of Colorado? No, I mean I'm excited to. Maybe they'll clip me up and turn this game into a personal one for Colorado. <laughs> um, I don't think that Colorado will – I mean, I think it'll be fun for about a half. I don't know. I think Oregon – Oregon has – this is a game where Oregon could hang 56-plus. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Gosh dang. Now I'm going to get clipped. I mean, here's the thing. I just think Oregon runs the ball so dang well. I, I just think that they will – win the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. I think Shadur Sanders is awesome. Colorado not having Travis Hunter is going to hurt. Um, yeah, I think Oregon – I'd like if I had to pick one, Oregon wins big. Yeah. No, I mean, I think they boat race Colorado as well. Um, the line's like, what, 17 right now or tw- – I think – I think it's up to – I just saw – I think it's 20.5 or 21. I think, I think they can cover that, honestly, which seems ridiculous. But – after watching last week too, it's like you know Colorado just they know they can't run the ball at all. They got to they're they're not sound on the line of scrimmage, and I think that's the biggest difference between the two squads. Yeah, 
I, I think more than Colorado running the ball, they will need to keep like they'll just need to keep Shadur Sanders upright. But if they yeah. do, I mean, I like he might. I mean, he might throw for another four hundred yeah, <laughs> and a few touchdowns. The seventy point five over under is interesting. Anything. That'll be a fun one. Yeah, at this point, you can expect anything. But I just. I just don't see Oregon losing this game, even if it's no. a close one. Um, and finally, I think this is the best matchup of the week and probably the toughest one to call. Oregon State visits Washington State um, on the road. Two ranked matchups again. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Cougs on this one. Jack, I don't know what you think. This one is a hard one to get a, a read on. Um, I think Oregon State is interesting. They were so good last year. Uh, with not DJ Uyangalole at quarterback. Him coming in, I think, makes them a better team. But, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I could be wrong here, but just being fully honest, like I think people have been a little more impressed with what Oregon State has done to this point than I think is maybe fully reasonable. Like Mm -hmm. they beat – they hung 42 on San Jose State. They crushed UC Davis. And then they won by three scores against the Mountain West team. Whereas the Cougs just absolutely shellacked Wisconsin, right? Like, honestly, though, I don't know if Wisconsin's that good. I don't know that they're that good either. But, like, if I had to pick a resume to this point, I'm picking the Cougs. They're at home. I think the Cougs plus three is a, is a lock. But if, I, if I'm going to pick them, I'm going Cougs too. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> We need to disagree at least once. Yeah, we need. Um, I'm going with the Beavs here. I just think that Oregon State's so good at controlling the tempo and control and like making the game go to their style. I just think their defense is gonna cause some havoc on Cam Ward. He's obviously lit up every team he's faced, but I don't think Washington State's is gonna be able to contain. Damian Martinez on the ground. They're very small defensive line. Oregon State, you know how physical they are on both sides of the ball. I don't think they can contain. I don't think Damian Martinez will be stopped. I think it's a pity party in Pullman this weekend as the Beavs topple Washington State this weekend. Wow. That one, like you said, most certainly the best matchup in the Pac-12. Although you talk UCLA will be awesome. Like Colorado, Oregon is just an absolute hype beast machine. <laughs> How can you not want to watch that? You know, but it's it, yeah. Um, and it's criminal that USC and Colorado will be playing. I feel bad for Colorado students at ten thirty a.m. Colorado time. Come on, that's terrible. Give them something better than that. Yeah, but we would we would go ahead and pick the Cal Washington game, but we can't do we can't spoil uh, the preview picks article so soon. So you're going to have to hang tight for that one. Um, But obviously, you know where to check out all your game day recruiting information, basketball information on dogman.com. Washington set to host California 7.30 p.m. this Saturday, the 23rd. With that, I'm Jack McCauley alongside Luke Munger. Follow us on Twitter at Luke underscore Munger and Jack underscore or Jack McCauley underscore. Go dogs. Wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. 
a new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.